0: Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsey Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a guest today, our sales consultant, Danny Cole. He's been with Spartan Invest for three years now. And today, on today's episode, we're going to walk through getting started with spartan and what that looks like so you know you as an investor you finally decided to take that leap and you want to learn more you want to figure out how to you know do the next step what, what does that process look like so we've got danny cole with us and he's going to walk us through that danny introduce yourself
1: good morning Lindsay. uh yeah I'm glad to be here uh, it's exciting to, to get the podcast up and rolling and we uh so so my name of course danny cole um I attended a small school in Georgia, got my real estate degree, uh, sold real estate for a while uh, just after college, and uh, got into more B2B sales and was introduced to the lovely Lindsay Davis here and um, had an opportunity to um, work here at Spartan. And again, as as she mentioned, I've been here three years and uh, loving every minute of it. I love connecting with the investors, uh, showing you guys how to expand your horizons, um, make sense of investing and diversifying your portfolios. So uh, yeah, happy to be here.
0: Yeah. And Danny, you know, you you offer just a different, um, different viewpoints in, in the world of real estate, seeing that you've sold to owner-occupants the occupants, and now you're selling and you're helping investors grow their rental portfolio, selling real estate through Spartan. So you've got uh, just a lot of experience in that arena. So walk us through... The sales process, right? So you have an investor reach out, and when somebody's ready to buy a property, you know what we find is that investors do a ton of due diligence. They've done a ton of research, and, and they feel very familiar and very knowledgeable about turnkey real estate. But then, what next? Like what? What? Where do they go from here? Walk us through what that looks like.
1: Yeah, you're right. So with the the social media world that we live in, so many people get into the bigger pockets and. And have so many connections from around the world and and you're connected through them. I I can't count how many referral sources uh, that we've received uh, through other customers, lenders, etc. So when they come in, they are um, uh, quite knowledgeable, you know, as far as the the overall approach. But we have a discussion. Generally, that discussion takes 45 minutes to an hour. And it depends. You know, some of those questions are much some of those sessions are much longer because the questions can get quite in depth. And uh, as far as particular markets and understanding that, but we'll go through the full process, how we operate at Spartan, um, the, the returns that you should expect here, um, the communication going forward, working with our closing coordinators, uh, picking the right property for you, finding ways to diversify the, the many ways or five ways you make money through real estate and uh, just tax advantages, et cetera. So we go through all of those details. And then once everybody's in a full understanding we talk about lending and getting prepared there because that's the most important thing. You really have to know where you stand before you get you know started as far as with an investment property because that's such a big factor with your investment and the return. Um, so we'll get them started there, connect them, connect them to some of our preferred lenders, and uh, and then of course send them inventory so we can discuss inventory. And once you start receiving that information, then you circle back with the sales team. And we go over you know the details of that property. you know what what are we doing as far as renovations and what are our typical renovations? what do they look like and what are we replacing, et cetera?
0: So if an investor is interested in purchasing and they're trying to decide which inventory I mean getting handed off a ton of inventory can be kind of overwhelming, how do walk us through and I'm cheating a little bit right because I know. I know. But walk us through what what that reservation process look like or what that inventory handoff can look like. Because if you have just a ton of properties, how do you know which one to choose? What what are you even looking at? Um, so uh, tell yeah. us about that. So
1: every investor, number one, is is very different. I mean, you know, every investor has sometimes they have a portfolio in certain areas. So they're looking to diversify and they may be in, you know, a a different market. So Huntsville or Chattanooga versus Birmingham or vice versa. Um, So that's the first thing we discussed, you know, what markets they're interested in and and the benefits of each market and creating that diversity. And I can't say that enough. It's about creating diversity and how important that is as far as your portfolio goes, because nobody comes into this with looking for one property. If you're looking for one property and you're looking to be done I'd say maybe don't waste your time. I mean, it's one property. You need to to grow your portfolio, um, but with that in mind, uh, they're going to look at the properties. We'll dissect the numbers, and and in many cases, the numbers will be very similar as far as cash on cash, cap rate, and so they'll be confused about you know which one to look at, and that comes down to in some cases for them I, and I. I shout to the rooftops, "You're not living in this property, so quit trying to plant roses around you know the front steps." Um, however, you know for some, it's, it's it's a certain amount of appeal of the neighborhood. It's a certain amount of appeal for the the market in general. Uh, but we'll go into those details and the renovations and and kind of dissect the full approach and find the right property for that investor.
0: So, Danny, walk us through. So you've talked to an investor and and that you've answered several questions, right? And they're very knowledgeable. And they say, OK, yes, I'm ready. What is what does that handoff look like? So you said, you know, that you give inventory. But how how does that look? Uh, you know, and, and how does the investor decide which property to choose from if you just get what handed like a bunch of addresses and and I'm cheating, right? Cause I know I I know what we do, but still I want you to walk us through what that would look like from the investor standpoint and how they can best kind of pick their inventory. Cause it can be very overwhelming and intimidating um trying to pick the property, trying to, you know, build a lot of pressure on picking the right property. So walk us through what that looks like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're you said a, a lot there. It's it's not the MLS. We're not looking for pretty pictures. And uh and in many cases, these houses don't look that great. I mean, it's uh, you know, they're in in on the pro forma, you're looking at pre-reno uh or pre-renovated homes. And so we'll discuss when we I'll give you the inventory link, and that link will have a variety of properties and we add properties often, typically every single week we'll add properties to the site. And so what you're seeing is a full pro forma. So you'll see the purchase price. You'll see the rent numbers, the taxes, insurance, uh, management details. And so you'll see the full breakdown of what is this property going to cash flow from a cap rate standpoint or look uh, to cash from cash. And, and, and of course, if you're using leverage of any kind, that's when you're looking at that cash from cash return. And, um, and so you're going to look at that and you're going to also be looking at the different markets because currently we're in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, Chattanooga, Huntsville. And so for some, they're looking to diversify and maybe I'm already in Chattanooga, maybe I'm in Birmingham, but I want to be to create some diversity there. So we'll go through those numbers, explain how those numbers work, explain, you know, in detail, in many cases, how millage rates work and taxes and how, you know, Alabama is the lowest property tax rate in the contiguous United States. Um, All those are huge factors in making these deals work and looking at the cash flow and looking at you know, creating that number for them. Because again, this is not just to buy one property and you're done a single investment. We're looking to create a portfolio for you. And that, that might be in different markets. It might be various homes in one market, but you're trying to create a, uh, a a passive income. You're trying to create that pension, you know, if you will, internal, your own pension. And so doing that, the numbers really matter. And And one of the key things I'll say about our performance is that, when you look at Spartan, Spartan is not removed from Atlas rental property. So we're on the hook, if you will, for, for the whole thing, the relationship that is, is long-term. So when we put our numbers together, we try to under-promise, over-deliver. We try to, we get quotes from State Farm. We look at the actual tax records. We look at our team, not only the acquisitions team. they look at the, the rent values and the, uh, the purchase values from a comp standpoint. And the reason that is is not only they're looking at it, the rest of the team is looking at that as well. So it's a very good checks and balances program so that we get the numbers right. So we don't want to give you a situation or put you in a situation that the numbers just simply don't work. And that's why right. it's so important for us to go over everything
0: man I, you know thank you so much for saying that because like you're saying pro forma right we call them ipds we call them investment property descriptions cuz we we want to be different uh, but no thank you so much for for saying that because that is very true in that there are there are companies out there and i uh, I'm sure it's the vast majority are are putting out and doing their due diligence on these numbers, but you can get in situations in which the pro formas are unrealistic numbers, and we've seen that. We've seen that with markets that turnkey providers may not be that familiar with. And when I tell you how serious we take it, every Monday we have a meeting with the leasing team and the acquisitions team and discuss. What is the property? Where is it? What's the rent? What are the beds and baths? Do does everybody at this table agree with that this is the rental rate? Because your rental rate determines your cash flow, determines you know your rate of return and and stuff. So before we ever even purchase the property, everybody has to get on the same um, on the same page on what the property is actually realistically going to rent for. So thank you for bringing that up because that is huge. That is very very huge. And so we we want to confidently pass on the the numbers to our investors and in our IPDs. So yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. One one quick question for uh, just for now, you know, we're at the end of April 2022, but uh, and, and we're seeing a ton of inventory shortages, which is why we've ventured into new construction. So talk about what how the inventory shortages has have affected you presenting inventory to investor clients looking to diversify or grow their portfolio, or even start a, a real estate portfolio to begin with.
1: Yeah, I, you know, many investors they learn quick that the the inventory shortage that we've gone through uh, creates urgency. So we don't do any type of uh, bidding war of any kind. I, I firmly believe that. The bidding war puts us in a position that you know all of a sudden your your investment is no different than say you going into the MLS or and just buying a property. Because our our purpose, the benefit of working with Turnkey and Spartan individually is that we know the numbers. We're feet on the ground. We have those meetings, they're cross-checked, and the numbers make sense. So with the inventory, first things first, people learn the urgency. They see that. You know, if, if I sit on this property and I just wait and wait and wait and have more and more discussions, that it's going to be gone. Um, so there's been a tremendous amount of uh, inventory shortages across America uh, and, and Birmingham and, and our markets in general have been no different. But when you look at that, that's decreased some of, you know, or increased some of the pricing. We have seen more appreciation uh, in our markets. And so when you look at that, and that will, uh, at a higher price, you're going to see. Uh, a slight decline in the cash-on-cash cash return. But again, that goes back into your long-term approach. And for instance, when right now, currently, we're looking typically around that 10% cash-on-cash cash return with mortgages and everything included. And so when you when you look at that number you know, versus a few years ago, that would have been higher. But you've got to look at the appreciation, the principal buy-down, and the, and the many benefit many benefits of holding that property long-term. And I will say, too, that in this market, we're a very linear market. And what I mean by that is this market is, is consistent and very affordable still. So, yes, we've seen greater appreciation but the Birmingham, the Huntsville's, even Chattanooga's, Tuscaloosa's especially, are very affordable. And so there's a lot of uh, proverbial meat left on the bone, if that makes sense. And and what that does is carry forward. People are going to going to continue to move with their wallets. People are going to continue to move where there's a um, uh, low hurdles for businesses to come into a market. And so what you see there is the growth, the millennial growth that we've seen in Birmingham is staggering. The new businesses that are coming in, that are coming in, has been very consistent. Those businesses are looking at you know, the, the inventory and the cost and all that too. They're, the big part of that is, is it affordable? Can, can my workers afford to live here? And is there sustainability here? So, I hope I didn't sidetrack too much there, but
0: no, not at all. No, Um, it's it's very true, right? We've seen a ton of people moving into Birmingham, businesses moving into Birmingham, uh, you know, for various reasons. But affordability is definitely one of uh, one of the main ones. So, you know, buying and purchasing with Spartan is no different than purchasing on the MLS when it comes to, hey, you know, you got to be pre-approved, you have to, you know, provide earnest money, it, all of all of those aspects. But you're right in that the inventory shortage and the demand out there for real estate just given, especially through COVID, the volatility of the stock market, you know, investors are desperately seeking for more stable returns. And and real estate is has been a, a tried and true method for that. So the inventory, so it goes quick. So you need to be ready. If you're ready to take that leap now, you're ready to start investing. Just make sure that, you know, you already have an idea of what you're interested in and what uh, what your risk tolerance is, what, you, what you're looking for, whether you're looking for a renovated property or a new construction, etc. Tell us like You've put the property, okay? So let's say we've got, you know, we have our private portal where we have our own inventory, which we kind of serve as an MLS, right? So we present all of the IPDs, and then our investors can look through them, do their due diligence, and then decide whether or not they want to put them under contract. What what happens after that? You know, they've they've we've placed it under contract. They've sent earnest money. What 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 then?
1: So you, many of our investors, I say, I've said many times that. Our investors aren't looking for another job. They're not looking for more to do. They're not looking, you know, they know how they make their money. They may have children. They may have busy lives in general. It doesn't matter why, but they're busy. And so this, they want it to be a passive investment. And so when they, we, you know, hone in on a property, and we find the right property for them, we'll move forward into, as you mentioned, contract stage, earnest money. Now we do have a variant there with the earnest money, meaning that with our preferred lenders, it's $2,500. With our non-preferred lenders or someone else that, you, that we may not be familiar with, it's $5,000. The reason for that is because we know these preferred lenders are in that investment realm. They know the market. They know Alabama, Tennessee. They know investment properties in general. So that's what they focus on and that's why it's important. So going forward, when you get that, first, the contract will be sent to you via DocuSign. And that's very simplistic. You can sign it, you know, anywhere in the world for that matter. You'll send that back the, uh, the reservation fee. I'm going to back up just a moment is $500 for the property to reserve it. And the reason for that is we want people to make sure they're vetting these properties, looking them over, having the discussions that need to be had so that they they're making the right decision, you know, going forward and uh, not just grabbing something because it's there. So they reserve the property with the $500 answer eight questions. You know, who's my lender, title, information. And once you do that, we'll send that contract to you typically in 24 hours, 24 to 48 at most. And um, once you get that, you'll sign it. And then the wiring instructions for your earnest money will be sent over. Once that's done, we do quite a bit of uh, baton handoffs. And so uh, on the front end, the sales team, you know, we're here to help you answer questions about the investment, answer questions about the market, any and all things real estate for that matter. But then we're going to hand that baton off to our closing coordinator and she is going to help you with, you know, communications as far as the, the renovation or our closing department. It's going to give you updates on that property. You may see five pictures in a week or two. And the first picture may be a little worse than you thought it was going to be because we had to gut the property and, and basically start over. So you'll do that. You'll get those updates throughout the full process. And that process could take 12, maybe 14 weeks at times, depending on the renovation. So you'll get those updates. She will communicate with your lender uh, when the appraisals are ready. Of course, that information is passed on. And uh, just any and all information that's needed, she's the liaison between your property and the parties that be. So once all that's taken care of, your property gets inspected by a third party. If you choose to do so, and I, I would recommend that in any property. Um, We want you to have that security and understanding of what you're buying. So you'll have the third-party inspection. You'll have the appraisal that I mentioned before, which your lender will order. When all of that comes back, then and only then will you close the property. So when you close the property, very similar to DocuSign, but we actually send a notary to your home. So you, I've done it three times. I sign it at my kitchen table. And uh, so they'll come in, sign the paperwork, just like you were at the closing attorney's office. When that takes place, and then uh, give us roughly four or five days because we have to get everything, uh, you know, in house. When that takes place, you'll get a, uh, an email from one of our CSM uh, team members, and they they are the again the baton handoff. They're going to be the liaison between you and your management property. They're going to help you with any and all questions from a monthly based on a monthly basis. They'll be your communication expert. So you're never wondering, do I call Jonathan? Do I call, you know, the the leasing agent? Do I call whoever it may be? You have one point of contact for the management piece. So they'll send you that email. You'll sign up for a call that's convenient for you. And then they'll onboard you, get your banking information for sending you money. The most important thing there. And um, you'll get that and any communication you need as well as through our software. We have propertyware. And property where allows you to see monthly statements, yearly statements for your accountant, and uh, and anything in the way of maintenance, you can kind of thoroughly go through the property.
0: Right. Yes. And so I'm going to back up just a little bit and go back to the closing coordinator. So, like you said, we have a ton of ha- of baton handoffs, but there you have your one point of contact for every stage. So you're talking to one, you know, you're talking to you or one of our other sales consultants when you're trying to decide your inventory. Once you've made that decision, then your uh your point of contact is the closing coordinator. And like you said, we want this to be extremely passive. We don't want you to have to worry about trying to find a home inspector. It, you know, again, the closing process is no different than if you were purchasing a home to move into. You want a wood infestation report, you want a septic inspection if the property's on septic you you want the property to get appraised, if especially if you're, you know, obviously it's a requirement if you're getting the property financed. Yeah, you, know, you want a home inspection. You want somebody to work with you on doing a post inspection because a home inspection is is a time to negotiate what else you feel like you want done at your property. So all of those things, handling all of those can be very overwhelming. And especially if you're if you're living in Southern California, who are, who are you going to hire to inspect a property? Who are you going to hire to do a wood infestation report? So we handle all of that and all of uh, all in-house, uh, the coordination of it, but all of the inspections are handled through a third party. So our closing coordinators are just really just taking the administrative piece off of you and making sure that you're in full communication. You still have to communicate with your lender. We we can't communicate on your behalf, but we can handle all of the other aspects that come with purchasing real estate.
1: Yeah, Lindsay, just to piggyback on what you were saying, I've had so many investors come back to me and say, Danny, I expected to have to do so much more. I expected, I expected this to be a, a fairly cumbersome process, but it was easy. I just had to get my loan. And now I have a house that's cash flowing and it's been amazing. And I've had investors try it the other way. And I'm not saying you can't do it the other way and on your own, but there's a lot more work that goes into it than people, you know, I guess imagine because I've had them come back and say, oh, no, I'll never do that again. This is much better for me. <laughs> so it's, it's such a service. And I've experienced it myself. So, I mean, I know how easy it can be. And, and that's so important to me in, in this position because I can relate to investors directly and say, hey, this is what you're going to experience. So.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I know I, That's the dream, right? Is to, is to make it as hands-off and easy and passive as possible for our investors. That's that's the goal of, at Spartan. And we're going to talk a lot more in depth on the property management side. In later episodes, we're going to talk about what investors can expect with the property management company, Atlas Rental Property. We're going to talk about the more in-depth communication with your client services manager, what all of the information they're going to be able to provide you, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk more in depth on all of those things, but that is just the final handoff in in our sales and closing process. So, um, last question, Danny. Wrap up the the sales. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, but I I want to know you you talk to investors that are looking to invest and and take that leap into real estate. You talk to them all day every day. What what advice would you give potential investors out there? What what would you say would be the best advice you could give them in in trying to decide whether or not this is the right path for them?
1: One uh, wh- one of the main things is that you know this is this industry allows paralysis by analysis. It's seemingly more than other industries, and it's that's kind of confusing to me because you have a, a tangible asset that you have more control over. However, I see it every day, and there's only there's certain things you just cannot learn without doing. And and, and in many ways, real estate investing is one of those things. So if you're fearful of doing so, start small, get involved in the game. Uh, I would say make sure the numbers work, make sure you're with a good turnkey company, make sure they're keeping up with their metrics. So their maintenance, their uh, your occupancy and all the numbers that that make your property do what it's supposed to do, that's those numbers they should be keeping up with on a weekly basis. And if not, not to say they're not doing a great job right now, but eventually they may hit a wall. So that those are those are things you should be asking. So number one, just try it. You know, start small, but try it. Get involved, make some mistakes, you know, learn things. Um, But number two, do your research and don't just look at it from a a singular view. Don't just look at the cash flow. As I mentioned before, there's many ways that real estate makes you money. And when you you really break it down, the cash flow is is great. I love the cash flow that I receive from my properties. But when you factor out the other methods, the cash flow becomes somewhat secondary because this is a long-term investment. Please don't look at this as you know, a, 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 a scratch off, I won the lottery type of investment. It's long term. It's not a get rich quick method, but it's a, a pension builder. So if you look at it from the long term, create your portfolio, I think you'll have great success. Um, and the other thing is, uh, you know, I've seen two big mistakes, you know, that people make and they're, they kind of contradict each other in, in a way. The first is don't, don't be over levered you know don't don't use don't get too excited too fast if you're just getting into this game understand the market understand leverage understand how it works and the other thing is i see people that quit they they kind of in that mindset of getting rich quick they get two three sometimes four properties and then they're like ah it's just not fast enough but they're just getting at that point where it starts to snowball and then they're abandoning ship so if you if you get into it stay the course you know, set a goal for yourself and find that goal and stay with the process until you do.
0: And that's, that's really good advice. The, the pension builder. I love that. That was really good.
1: Nobody else it's is good for you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, um, I, I think staying the course too. I, I think a lot of times investors, uh, will, will, will have a bad year and that's going to happen. That it is a hundred percent going to happen at some point in your property's life of the management. The hands of your investment are still with the hand in, in people's responsibility, right? They're they're still ten- based on your occupancy and your tenant occupying your house and taking care of your house. So you are going to have to be comfortable with the fact that you're going to have a bad year. You're going to have a tenant stop paying rent and then you have to go through the eviction process. Like that is going to happen at some point. So I, I like what you said as far as just kind of, you know, keep the course because that that's going to happen and you just need to be aware of it and, and know that that's not, that's not going to be the rule. That's going to be the exception for that year. That's not going to be the rule. So, um, all right. Well, Danny, thank you so much. Give us a sign, uh, a send off.
1: Thank you for having me. And uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. So I'm looking forward to, to future podcasts with Spartan. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. I look forward to hearing from, from everyone uh, when you reach out to Spartan.
0: Awesome, awesome. And we're going to talk a lot about um, frequently asked questions too. So if you if any of our listeners have questions that they want Danny to answer, we'll we'll bring you back on and and let you address any of those questions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at spartaninvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.